This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Y'all, it is another edition of the Ios Podcast. I actually get to do a normal yo, which is exciting. I got a fired up Fritz today. Let yeah. me tell you, in studio together, which is my favorite thing in the world, I get to see my guy. But Jack comes in like shot out of a cannon today. <laughs> like you are, you're fired up today. Well, what buddy. am I supposed to do? You know, the first two weeks have been like the worst of the possible when it comes to the Philly season, you know? And then now they're back. Now they're back. Everything's like, good. We're everything fine. is fine in the world now that the Phillies are back. <laughs> like, they, you know, it was so annoying. Like, the Red Series and losing that game on what, Saturday? The 13 to nothing one are you talking about? Uh, that was annoying. But even like the Thursday, like the, the Red Series, they won Sunday and it kind of made everything feel okay or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like that, that Thursday, I was like, is this really what we're getting? Mm-hmm. It's just like a disappointing. Like, everyone that was questioning the team last year with the whole, like, well, it was a flash in the pan. Uh Like, I started to see that floated out there. Oh, yeah. The Rob Thompson's the disaster thing was floated out. And it's just like, I was was annoyed at where I felt like it was kind of trending. And... All it took was a White Sox series for me to be like, you know what, they're fine. Everything's good. It was a big, it was a big exhale series out in Chicago. Yeah. Now they should have won all three, but you know, we'll put that aside. You know, look, you never win a double. This this team never wins Mm-mm. fucking double. It's like the all time lock. Yeah, goal. I don't think I have the stats in front of me, but uh, I feel pretty confident that never seen it. I don't. They've never won a double header. No, it's a, that's actually it's actually a rule. Like yeah. you're not allowed. Yeah. Like the yeah. home team has to take one. Yeah, that's and, right. And then and, and or, or just basically the team facing the Phillies. You yeah. know, at least one. Because we've definitely lost both in the double before. Yeah, we have seen that. Was that I think the Kingery game, right? Yeah. Where did Kingery yeah. pitch both? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember guess that. Guess who produced that whole game on the radio? Oh, the whole day on the radio. Look, you don't have to do that anymore. You I know. know. You're, you're, you're on PhD, by the way. So oh, not even God. here. So <laughs> yeah, to learn yeah. a whole new system, and Scott Kingery's pitching, and it was a disaster. I think that was I think that was Wentz's first game back. That's also when games are like six hours long. Oh my <laughs> God, it's all dude. It's the one the top five worst day of my life. I mean, now a fifteen run game is like two and a half hours. Yeah. And no biggie. It's great. Get rid of the Ghost Runner. <laughs> it's the best. Why do we need the Ghost Runner anymore? Like, it's to speed up the game. We don't need that anymore. The game has sped up. You're in X ratings by like the two hour mark. Like, we're fine. Totally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I said this on the final out last night, and, and um, you know, I kind of, the way that they've played the last week to me is like they've all settled down, mm-hmm. they've all settled into roles. Like, Rob Thompson, I believe, has found the, the, the top of his lineup that he's going to stick with until Bryce is back, and then we'll see how they adjust from there. But it's pretty much going to be Stott Turner and then Harper eventually. Um, I look at the bullpen, and, like, dude, I mean— the Well, fa- yesterday was the day. Like, yesterday was the first time we saw, like, big games, what it could look like, you know, Soto, Sarantony, Alvarado, like— that can be dev or it wasn't it was Kimbrell yesterday, but like when it's Durant, like that can be devastating. Yeah, well, like was, those three at the back of the bullpen when it matters can be devastating. Well, that was game one on Tuesday. Yep. I mean, game one on Tuesday they went Soto, Saranthony, or Soto, Kimbrell, Saranthony, yep. Alvarado, and it was like good afternoon or dude, I've messed that up three times. You were right. Good afternoon, nope. good evening, and good night. Oh, it's good morning, good afternoon, it's good night. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking of the movie. There's a movie. Uh, oh, good this, night and good is this luck. One of these good t- night and good awful, luck. Like sixties movies. It's that a you George like. Clooney movie, buddy. Man, if it's not Ocean's Eleven, 
got, I got no time for George Clooney. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's a good take. I got no time. Like, yeah. He's yeah, he's fine. He's okay. He's okay. Yeah, you liked One Fine Day. Also, like, did he do anything before he was like forty? Well, is, is he in anything where he's in his twenties? Yeah, was it, well, I don't know about twenty. Well, he's in Facts of Life when he was really young. Right. He was on ER. But he, he started. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he started ER. late, right? He's a yeah, he's, a he's late like bloomer. a late bloomer, right. no doubt. Yes. Right. Um, that's he like also you. looked like you. <laughs> Almost cursed there. <laughs> you can probably hear a little bit of it. Um, yes, just like me. me and, you know what? Me and George Clooney, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Many people do say that. You yeah. are the George Clooney of radio. <laughs> I think so, too. And podcasting, yeah. for what it's worth. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, ability we to relate. You have hair like George Clooney. Well, ability, <laughs> ability to relate to a younger audience in your 40s. I think that's goes. one of your best <laughs> yeah, thanks, buddy. traits. <laughs> um, no, but like, dude, like you're watching... You're watching Gregory Soto, and you're watching, you know, and Sir Anthony's back. Like, you know, we, we talked about, I think it was, maybe it might have been last podcast, how it looked like they tweaked his mechanics. Mm-hmm. And he talked to, I think, Alex Coffey yesterday about tweaking his mechanics. And, I mean, on Monday, it was just like, Tuesday, it was like freaking 99 with zinc. And it's like, well, good to have you back, there buddy. There we go, buddy. There we go, buddy. But, yeah, like, it's just, it's kind of, it's game, like, Good luck coming back against the Phillies if they have Soto, Alvarado, Sir Anthony, Kimbrel. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Kimbrel. Strom. Eventually. Eventually, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what their their role for Strom's going to be. He's probably going to be more of a of a move him around, yeah, like long I, when you need him kind of guy. I kind of get the feel he's going to. Well, I think when he when when Ranger first comes back, I think he's going to be the piggybacker. Yeah, you mentioned that last time, which um, makes a lot of sense. And then. Eventually, I think he settles into a role. Like, he's paid too much to be Nick Nelson. I don't want him to be Nick Nelson. But I think, like, there's going to be starts where starters go five. And, like, they only allow three runs or whatever, so you're still in it. And then Strom's job is going to be get through the sixth and seventh. Yeah, or even even just pitch until, you know, we catch up or whatever it is in those type of situations. And, and look, I mean, he's already stretched out, right? I mean, like, you you have a guy in the bullpen who can give you innings. And it's especially important with this bullpen has been crushed early in this season. I mean, Walker last night was like the third guy who's going to the sixth inning this year or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, well, Bailey Falter is our first Bailey one to go into the seventh. Exactly. Just like we all predicted. Yeah, it's exactly right. Although but... I will say, do you think that uh, Andrew Bellotti was like, oh, thank God. Andrew Bellotti was like, <laughs> top, my arm's going to fall off. Like yeah. literally just fall off my body if you keep putting me in there. Yeah, he... I think Bellotti was like, thank God. I got three days off? Really? Yeah. What is this? It's wow. a miracle. Brogdon, same thing. Yeah. But that's going to be important. Like guys, you can give you length, especially in those spots where, you know, if you if your starter struggles and he only gives you three or four or five or whatever, and you know you can't just keep crushing the pen over and over and over again throughout the season. It, guys like Strom are going to matter. You know, saving yeah. pitchers for a day. Yeah. Um. And uh, uh. I guess is he, is he back to top or is it Rob Thompson? I went top there. Was okay. it kind of halfway? Oh, you see I what I did? That. I said, hey, top, you know, kind of halfway. I'm starting to call Walker Walk. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, I, that's a natural thing. I yeah. Think. Well, he's walkie when he's, uh, when he's you know, a baby. Walkie. And then eventually he's going to be walk. Walk. Yeah. Walk is strong. Yeah. Walk's got a strong kind of feel to Believe it. me, it's weird watching Tywin Walker pitch every day. Like, it is. Like, Walker's shoving tonight. It's well, like, it hold is. on. Don't don't give me a peek into my yeah. future. Well, it- <laughs> It is a funny thing where when you have a kid and then you name that kid, like all of a sudden this name that really just meant nothing to you your whole life yeah. becomes the most important thing. And anytime I see Zoe, I'm like, Zoe, oh my God, I love that name. Yeah. But like before it was just like, a, yeah. You know, yeah, just a name. Just a name. Like Now it's know. the most important name. Yeah. Uh-huh. A wild thing. It is. By weird. the way, that thing that you just said though is, is funny for me recently because- 
for basically the entirety of my career, we had no like real important Jameses in Philly sports. I know. And then we get Harden and Bradbury. Well, and then I just heard the camera say like it comes down to whether or not James. Jay- and I, all of a sudden, like I'll catch it. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, oh, listen, <laughs> if, if Seltzer is determining the outcome of the Sixer <laughs> season, I don't think they got. I mean, you might have more burst than James Harden at this dude, point, though. Dude, at that in game two, I would add more. Burst. Oh, hold on, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. James Harden cooked. You know what else I would have done? What? I would have ran back on defense instead oh. of complaining about getting a foul every single wow, time I do. There's do, old, but no big deal. There's Boomer Seltzer. There's Boomer Seltzer. <laughs> you know what I would do? I play hard. Oh yeah, you'd be you'd be grinding it out. <laughs> yep, good. yep. Sixers talk with Jack and James. Who doesn't? love that um <laughs> everybody everyone loves that obviously um i totally forget what i was going to say about rob thompson but um you know i'm they, sure it was super poignant and impressive let's just pretend like you said and be like, wow great point jack what, per what usual point, dude yeah, i agree you look at the like he couldn't run the bullpen into the ground and that's the main what we keep but i will say like you know he was obviously very aggressive in this like he he treated this series like it was september you yeah. know, oh, yeah. like he, he used his four big guys in, in two of those games because, like, and to I, win and, the game, and, and by Close the way, it out with Alvarado, all that. Like, I appreciate that. Me too. Like it's, it, it, I know it's early, but they're seven games back already. Girardi would have never, never, in a minute, he could be 15 games back and he'd still be doing his trash in the first two months of the season. Well, I got to get everyone in there. Got to get Nick Nelson some time. Like, oh, I mean, he literally had Nick Nelson try I to close know. that a break. That's why game. I said it. I know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, that that made me happy, um, and again, like when you get to those guys, you know, I just think it's gonna be tough for teams to come back against those guys if they're if they're pitching at their best. And and Kimbrel, um, while I still watch him with a cautious eye, yeah. he's uh, looked better the last couple. Yes, games. yeah. And I think he I think he had four strikeouts like, in two games. The stuff looked like good yesterday. Pretty good. Pretty good. Still like ninety three. Solid. Yeah, but but the movement, like at yeah. least it felt like you know. It felt like hitters were not as on top of his stuff as they were earlier. Right. I mean, he struck out uh, Luis Robert with like yeah. a, a 93 Shot. right down the middle. I was like, by the way, hand up. Totally thought it was Luis Robert. Yeah. Forever. So did I. And then I heard Francie say it, and I was like, oh. I heard Francie say it. I heard McCarthy say it. And I was like, oh, so it's definitely Robert. I know, but it was, it's way cooler. <laughs> it's, it's way, way cooler. cooler. Robert is so much cooler. So much cooler. I mean, like in the same ballpark. I agree. So honestly, I like the player less. I'm, like, I'm, I'm kind of out on him. Just now. take it. Just take Robert and go yeah. go be the MVP you should be. Like, he yeah. should be way If he better. hadn't caught that ball, Turner could have had the cycle. I well. <laughs> <laughs> well aware. I saw him go for. I knew he was gonna. And we we talked about it before. Like, dude's an f- amazing outfielder. So we, I, I thought he would get there, but off the bat, I was like, oh man, we're gonna be potting like right after this. Like, emergency pot is coming. Bastard. Yeah. yeah. I. Uh, I was. Yeah. He need like <laughs> again. It's just this David Bell thing is never gonna end. I know. And it was funny. Someone pointed this out to me on Twitter. Like uh, Turner had three hits. And then David Bell simultaneously got thrown out of the game, and he was like, "He was like, clearly David Bell is frustrated that his, <laughs> that his reign of terror in Philadelphia is coming to an end." Um, uh, but then Louis Robert, as we're calling him on this yeah, podcast, let's just call him Robert. It's better. Yeah, yeah. He had to chase down a ball in the gap, yeah. and I don't know how he got there so fast. He I got was, there so fast, so fast. <laughs> like, I was like, "This is this is the triple. It's happening." Like, yeah, I really, I was so sure. Although it's way harder to get a triple into the left center field gap. Oh yeah, oh, way harder. Got to be right center. Yeah, we need well, harder for most. Turner is Turner, but you need a, you need a you need a nice bounce. Are you happy bounce. that I did not bet uh, Dre Turner anytime yeah, home run thank yesterday? Thank you. Yeah. That's really nice of you it's to been let awful. us. All- <laughs> I saw it and I was like, I was like, oh, damn it, man! Like, come on, everyone else is able to reap the rewards. Yeah, yeah. Can you, ah, man, I need to see if there is a uh, cycle odds. 
Ooh. Uh, if I bet a Trey Turner cycle every day, I guarantee if I bet $10 on it, like it would pay off. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a good payoff. You're just a great gambler, right? You know? Oh, no one's better. <laughs> like, yeah, if I bet I'm going to win, and that's why I bet. No, it's, it's, a good it's, it's, the, it's the numbers game. <laughs> the numbers You've game. got a system. That's oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Chip Kelly with my uh, with my system. But yeah, so uh, yeah, I just think that like the bullpen, like they're kind of finding their roles out there. And I will say, he like he Rob Thompson will deny it all he wants. I don't believe him. I think Alvarado's a closer now. What, like do you mean, what do you mean? Of course he two is. Two straight games. Two straight save situations. Like, they were save situations. He is the closer. And, and I went to pick him up in fantasy after the first one, and he was gone. But, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's the closer. Like, immediately after that first after the first win, I was like, he's the closer now. And then backed it up yesterday. And the difference between him being the closer now, and I, I, I would normally fight this in the past, but, like, the fact that he can... You needed Alvarado for the ability to put him in the seventh and shut an inning yeah. down. But and he, also because he was the only lefty you had in your pen you could count on. Now they got dudes. He's got options. Yeah. He's got options. So, like, if you have – if you if your choice is, like, Soto or Alvarado in the seventh, like, he now can be like, all right, I'll give it to Soto, yeah. and then I'll make sure that my final um, – that I'll, I'll make sure that my final three outs are, are being given to the – like, just he's – he is so – Nasty dude. He's the best reliever in baseball. Right I now. think he's. He might be. He might be the best reliever in baseball right now. Yesterday was the first time all season he hasn't had at least two strikeouts in one of his outings. I mean, that's crazy. Dude. And I don't think he's walked the guy yet. No, he hasn't walked him in yet. Um, if you needed three outs right now, O.A. Brad Lidge or this version of Jose Alvarado, who you taking? I, I mean, Alvarado's way more nasty. Like, I'm sorry, Lit. We remember Lidge was amazing that year. Obviously, 48, 48 perfect in the playoffs, all that stuff. But like, sort of falsy. It was scary. Like life on a Lidge. We all remember that. Like it was, it was not like come in and mow him down. No. Like Jose Alvarado. It feels like I know Soler had the homer off him, and that that happened. But we erased that from yeah, memory. It 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 feels hopeless. It feels like the other team has no shot when they're going up against Alvarado. Right? Yes, um, he is. Is that like heresy to say that he's better than Oatlidge right now? I don't. I said that. Uh, <laughs> like what it, it, it is? It is. I mean, he's he's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it, he made one bad pitch to Solaire. Yeah. Other than that, it's just like good morning, good afternoon, good night. Yep. That's that's what it is. Watching strike Jose, one, uh, strike two, and good luck. Yeah, that's like that's his mantra. Yeah. And like, man, it's just well, when you saw it, soccer. I was actually listening in the moment um, yesterday when soccer talked about it, where he was like. Clearly, the White Sox planning in Alvarado was don't get behind the count because they just came swinging first pitch every time, and it's that's the reason. Like you're screwed if you get behind the count. <laughs> like you're done. Yeah, it's like oh, what, oh, am I supposed to swing at the 101 bowling ball sinker <laughs> or the, the 100 mile sinker or the 95 mile an hour cutter? It's, like it's, what am I supposed to do it's against silly. this? Yeah, it really it's is silly. He, it, it, what like, a trade, by the way. I know. Garrett Clevenger actually got one right. It was the first one. We that was one the right. we should have known right away. Yeah. Yeah, take that, Rays. Take that. <laughs> what have you guys done recently? Yeah! We were in the World Series last year. What yeah, have you done? Yeah, what have you done? Yeah, what Rays? have you done? Yeah. Besides at a home run in every game. Besides, um, you have the best record in hold baseball. Hold on. This fills with the same average as them. You yeah. so. have the second best record in baseball. I'm actually doing this just assuming because I haven't looked it up. It has to be the Braves. It has to be. I mean, there's, yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> that's the point. I know. Believe it or not. Like 15 and 4. Or yeah, something? believe it or not. They're pretty good. Yeah. Well, like we knew. We knew they were good. It's all right. We knew they were good. Just like, and, th- and that's where I think. Like, I don't like people were telling freaking out like they're seven games back. It's like I don't really care. Like I, I, I can't care about that stuff when the Phillies won the eighty-seven games, went to the World Series. Yep. Like I, I would love to compete for the division. Like coming down the stretch and it being Phillies Braves, and like how fun that would be. Sure, but like 
ultimately at this point, like all I can focus on is what the Phillies are doing. Well, and also think about last year. And I do think there is something to having to fight to make the playoffs and heading into the playoffs. I mean, how many times in baseball have we seen wild card teams go on runs? But like last year's of the final four teams, three of them played in the wild card round. The Houston Astros were the only team that got a bye that made it through. So I don't know. That tells me something. By the way, speaking of slow starts. Did you know that the Astros have started seven and nine? I saw in like four straight years. Yeah, and they've been in the ALCS and they won 106 <laughs> games last year. Yeah, like 106. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, whenever we're free, you know, I'm 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 starting to I used to, I used to fight against the whole like oh look at these early starts and like you know it's it's not all that bad. Now I lean into it because now I need it. Like now I need it yeah. when we're talking about you know the future of this baseball team. So. Yeah, well, I'm also a big like you know. Every year I say I don't even look at the Saints until June 1st, which is a lie. Oh, my gosh. That's but, such a lie. I know. That's, but, like, that's but, like saying we can't overreact to spring training. <laughs> which we can. Yeah, but it, yeah. Good. Thank you. I'm there. Yep. By the way, this team's hitting, man. Like, this team, they have the best average in baseball, like, somewhat handily. They're batting, like, over 290 as a baseball team. We have four guys batting over 320. Yes. Like, we used to yearn for, like, one 300 hitter. Stott's batting 365. Man. I know. Like, almost 20 games into the season. I know. I know, and, and like Brandon Turner's back. Turner's back three twenty one. Everyone's like Trey Turner hasn't been that good. He's back three twenty one. It's well, like no big deal. He's got to start driving the baseball. <laughs> I know. He's getting there. He's yeah, getting there. We saw yesterday. Uh, yesterday felt like a uh, a bit of a an exhale moment yeah. for for Trey Turner. You know, like um, like he's been good, but it it did feel like in watching him that he was pressing. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm the $300 million guy. I'm the shortstop. Bryce is out. Like I got to kind of pick up the slack from that standpoint. And Yesterday was kind of like, all right, I got the the home run out of the way, so I don't mm-hmm. have to like look like I'm trying to you know, <laughs> get it out of the way. Um, so hopefully, like I, I just think that these next ten games it's gonna go on a run. Yeah, we're gonna see Trey Turner like, be like, oh, there he is. I mean, and again, to the point you just made with Harper out, like the man when Harper gets back. Mm. I mean, again, the only issue with this team offensively has been hitting with runners in scoring position, and that and is home runs. And home runs, you're right. There's not been enough power, but again, if they even without the home runs, with the way they've just been hitting, if they were getting hits with runners in scoring position, they'd be a, an awesome offense. Well, eventually the floodgates are going to open. Absolutely. Like, that's what we have to view. It's frustrating. You know, the runners in scoring position thing's annoying. I think they're, what, 14th in baseball? Yeah. Runners in scoring position. Which is, which is a lot better than I think a lot of people would think. Well, but also it's skewed because of the 15 and 13 run games. Yeah, it's a good point. So You're right. Yeah, it's a, yeah especially that. Th- yeah, they were... <laughs> Dude, they're like eight of fourteen the one game. It's like, well, that's not. This isn't that team. So, but yeah, like you know, um, eventually the runs are going to come. The power is one that's going to be a thing all year, I think. Real, all right, so let's break this down because obviously Schwarber, we're not worried at all about the power. He's already got four, and we know he's going to. Honestly, last year he didn't have four by this time. I don't think. Um, obviously Harper coming back, maybe it takes well, him a little bit to get going, but not too worried about that. But you're right. After that, I mean Turner. You know, obviously he hasn't hit a ton, but he'll get to 20 or whatever. But that's what he's supposed to be. You know, he's not a uh, high 20s, low 30s guy. He's done it before, but he's probably a low 20s guy. Castellanos might never hit another home run again. <laughs> I mean, I'll, well, t- I'll take all the hits, but. He should have had one yesterday. Like that, uh, the ball hit to the wall off of, uh, you know, whatever, like Robert caught it. And then, like, a couple of innings later, Robert hit the same ball, but it didn't go out. And yeah. I, thought, I thought both should have been home runs. So. Marsh has been great, has shown some pop. Yeah, but still. But no, but that's the point. You're right. And this is, this is where we come back to the Reese thing and the Derek Hall and whoever it is. Like, you're missing a big spot of, of power in your lineup. Yeah. And um, you just, like, look at it, right? So, Stott's going to be 15 to 20. Turner's going to be 20 to 25. 
I think I think he didn't hit his first home run until around this time last year too, and he ended up twenty one. About it, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't like the power things in, is a thing, but also like. I'll take as many base runners and whatever. Like, well, it's, he hits with runners in scoring position. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't matter. So then, um, like, Harper coming back will help, obviously. By the way, you know home runs are rally killers, too. So exactly. Never we don't want that. that. That's an official Iowa's position. Listen, so. I'm very I, – I do believe home runs are rally killers. I, I know, like <laughs> – no, It's like a bit, but you pe- really do believe I do it. really believe I know. that. I know. Um, so, yeah, so then uh, – but Schwarber will end up with, what, 35? Probably. I, I think he'll probably end up in 45 or something, or wow. 40 or whatever. Well, he's also a better he, start this year yes, than he did last he had 46 year. last year. So, like, I don't know, 40? Somewhere in there, if I had to bet, 40? I think okay. that's a fair number. So that's good. Harper will be 20s, hopefully. Because sure. um, he's probably going to be in the lineup next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, unbelievable. Castellanos, like, listen, if he hits, like, 10 home runs, whatever, if he, as long as he's hitting 290, and driving runners in, we'll take it at this point. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, at this point, it's, again, like just seeing him confident and at the play and not chasing everything and all that, it's like, what a win. Yeah, but I do, st- I do still think that maybe like a month from now, as he continues to get more comfortable, then he'll be like, okay, I can start. I can go for it. Because he yeah. is, yeah, he's hitting defensively. I yeah, he, I, yeah. And like the, the hit yesterday to drive the runner in, it was like, that's the Cassianos yeah. that I'd seen like be backbreaking for years. But yeah, like Marsh would be 15 to 20. Bohm probably 20. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, and then it's just like, yeah, there's just there's not a lot of pop, and it's it's not even like guys who are traditional pop guys not being pop guys anymore. They just don't have it. Um, but again, like as long as as long as there's runners on base and they're driving them in and whatever, and you can pop one every once in a while, like there's gonna, it's just it's not going to be the formula for this team. This team is going to be base hits and and you know moving runners along on the bases and all that stuff. All right, let's get to Wheeler because I saw your tweet the other day. Officially more concerned about Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. It was yep. a weird outing for him. You know, I think the four-run inning, you know, I heard a lot of people saying, oh, it was, you know, blue pits and squibs. It was. You know, I think there was only one hard at ball that inning. But the velocity was down. Yes. And he didn't look as effective and obviously didn't go deep, super deep. Where you at with Wheeler? Well, uh, I will say this. Yeah, like three scoreless after that tweet, so you're he welcome. You did. Um, but, yeah, it's just like, so now the thing with the third inning is that he had back tightness, which I don't I don't like to hear that there, it could be injury-related. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, don't like the velo down, not getting as much swing and miss, and it's just like, it just, it's... It, it doesn't it's, look the same. It's not popping. Yeah, it's, it doesn't it's, look the same. It's not popping. And when I look at Nola, it's like, I think he can operate at a pretty consistent level at 91. Right. You know, I don't. he doesn't need 97 to be Aaron Nola. And with Wheeler, it's like... I think he can still be an effective pitcher at 93, but we're not getting like Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler. So he needs to be 97. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get, you know, getting swing and miss. Yeah. There's, there just hasn't been as much swing and miss this year. Hasn't been like you know as much whiff rates and stuff. So hopefully, again, hopefully that the the you know the back injury was bothering him or whatever, and he can just kind of settle in and and start going off here. And but, the short spring, the short off season. I mean, for him, yeah. you know, like the pitching deep. We're hoping that that's something where he just kind of. Builds himself up. But I was thinking and watching that start, it's like when when Painter hopefully gets back and Ranger gets back and whatever, they can kind of have some options in the in the starting staff. Like being able to to give him essentially like a month, I think would be massive. If they can find a way to do it, like give him a month mm-hmm. and 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 just monitor his stuff and hopefully that he can kind of have some some bounce back in the second half of the year. I was thinking that and watching him. The problem with the start they've gotten off to is that they don't have that luxury right now, and they don't the the way it's kind of trending here. They might not have the luxury all year. Like um, so, again, it's 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 just one of those things where 
you hope that it's because of the the short offseason and he pitched deep in the year and he's still ironing some things out. But man, it's just been he just doesn't look the same. And and you you hope you wake up a star from now and he's back to ninety seven. But we did see it in the postseason. I mean, in the postseason yeah. too. They just they had to like skip his starts. Yep. And until he pitched in in game six, and I was like, oh, there's Zach Wheeler, ninety eight, ninety nine. Um. So man, it's just been it's worrisome. It is worrisome. It is. Uh, honestly, it's probably the most concerning thing going on with the team right now. Yes. If you had to look at everything, everything else feels like it's kind of falling into shape. I think we feel really good about Taiwan Walker and what he's given us so far. Falter, you know, he's given us all you can kind of ask for from that role. The bullpen, like you said, we're starting to feel better about. And, and offensively, you know, outside of the, the lack of power, you know, this team hits. Yep. They, they, they put up, they put runners on base. They just got to knock them home. I'm with you. You know, it's the Wheeler-Noller combo, is yes. it? Yes. But I think Wheeler, so far, I think you're right. I think it's more concerning of the two because, you know, he really needs that stuff. Yep. We haven't seen it. And he's and not just that, he also is the ace. Yes. You know, like, Noel's good. Wheeler's your ace. Wheeler's your one. Wheeler's your guy who's going to have to go up and, and face, you know, Max Scherzer in a playoff series. Cheating Max Scherzer yes. in a playoff series. or Good luck without the sticky stuff, pal. Yeah. Did you see the umpire said it was the stickiest hand that he has felt in three years of checking this to the point where when he put his finger on Scherzer's hand, it stuck to it. Nice. Oh, but he didn't cheat. Girardi's right. Yeah. Girardi, how about that? Girardi was Vindication right. for Joe. I still, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen It was one of the funniest things, yeah. The, you're telling me, Girardi, that the first night that they're instituting these massive oh, new changes. so great. He's like, nope, get him. Check him. Check him. Check him. Because <laughs> Scherzer was so mad. Yeah. Like, oh. Ah, it was beautiful. And remember Scherzer, the pants down, the one time. Yep. Like, Scherzer's such a baby about this stuff. He too. is. It's like, bro. Sorry, man. You're gonna have to be smarter about how you cheat now. Yeah. All right. Also, just like you're gonna have to get checked. Like, yeah. just, you know it. Like, stop. Oh my god. I know. Everyone complaining about everything all the time. Just go out and freaking play baseball. Guess what? You got a pitch clock. Now. I'm sorry that you're cooked. I'm sorry that you're cooked, Max. Yeah. I'm sorry hey! that. I'm sorry that all your stuff is declining. How's Verlander? Oh. Okay. Right. Maybe we don't bank on two uh, <laughs> two forty year old pitchers. Yeah. yeah Maybe we don't do that. All right. I got one more thing before we get to the take bag, and um, you can cover any other pitching stuff in there that you have. Oh. Ah. Um. I need your official statement on something. Okay. Um. Because you, know, you joked around the pod, but I know you. Right. You really thought Bryson Stott was going to beat Joe DiMaggio. Yes. How you feeling? <sighs> so I. I... <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. I rarely agree with Elliot. On baseball, yeah, things. it never actually is probably better. But it is annoying that it happened on a doubleheader day. Yeah, Elliot. So the Elliot texted us that, and he like the heart of what he's saying is right. Like the day he got to hit that day. Yes, it does suck. It does, suck. I, and especially because he went two two hits yesterday. Like comes right back out. Yep. Like if he if he goes on another streak, it's gonna be. We're really, gonna point to that game. <laughs> we're gonna be like, oh, that the, the Lucas Giolito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think Dimaggio called in the doubleheader. Uh, oh, from from the grave. The DiMaggio family <laughs> yes, called it. That was why. Yeah, no, it's sick thing. It's it's totally sick thing. What's happening in baseball they use right their now? Their juice to get to the White Sox. Yep. Hey, you got to call this game today. Save a double hundred tomorrow. We know he won't get hits in two games in the same day. Yeah, because it's not possible. It's the most logical explanation. Thank you. Um, no, it was, <laughs> it was legitimately soul crushing. I just wanted it to happen <laughs> so bad. Couldn't have been a worse game for it too, where like just the whole lineup just shut down. Completely. Yeah, it's like, oh, they're gonna get no hit today. It was That's the great. most. It was the most scheduled loss I've ever seen in, of, yeah. of a Phillies team ever. Um, and <laughs> jeez, it was so funny. It was classic, and people were getting mad. It's like, dude, like you, they, you obviously didn't didn't yeah. they obviously didn't care. Yeah, which is which is a shame. <laughs> I mean, like don't don't do that, Phillies. Yeah. but yeah, whatever. But listen, man. Again, I said this like on the show or whatever. 
I watched this team get no hit in the World Series. Yeah, it's true. You're telling me live. A, you're telling We're me in the building. You're telling me an <laughs> April game <laughs> yes, is supposed to break me. This is nothing. Do it all the time. Yeah, yeah whatever. Go this on. is just another day. But yeah, the stop. <laughs> That's so true. What a great point. We do have that trump card now moving forward. Yeah. Like no matter what type of shutdown game a pitcher has against us, we're like, eh, could be worse. Yeah, we saw it. And technically, it was their second no hitter in 20 games. Wow, I think that. Yeah, well, it wasn't no hitter. Right. Well, <laughs> it would have been their second no-hitter in, tw- in, like, 20-some games. Yeah, you're right. Also, combined no-hitters don't count, so whatever. I, so, like, it's a no-hitter, but I agree with the heart of what you're saying. It doesn't matter. It's not the same. No. It's, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be— Do you it, even know who Cole Hamels it, threw the combined no-hitter against? Uh, who he threw it against or with? Against. The Angels or no. something? No. It was the Braves. There you go. Combined, and it was the Cubs that he threw his the, actual number. Of course, we know everything about that game. <laughs> I know. We know everything about that game. Right. We know that it'll do well, like, whatever. Yeah. We, like, yeah, you're right. It's a good point. I agree with the heart of what you're saying. I know. I'm I just, do. I'm just I saying. I really do. I feel very strongly that it should, like, it's a no-hitter, technically, but it should be, like, combined no-hitters in one category and regular no-hitters in another. Right. Like, you should mark it, but it's different. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. I think that's fair. Um, so, yeah, the stat thing was was crushing, but uh, it, it was also equally as crushing is that, like, Bohm smoked two balls uh, to left field that night to where it's like, you know, if we lose stat streak, at least we have the 13-game hitting streak for Alec Bohm, you know, right behind him. And that was disappointing. Just all taken away. All taken away. But believe it or not, someone's probably not going to catch DiMaggio, despite your belief that yeah. it's going to I will say, though, it is a part of this balls in play stuff. We have seen more hitting streaks well, like across the league. It's been pretty fun. The fact that the Phillies are a team that has four guys hitting over 320. The Phillies are betting 293 or 295 as a team. Like, that's crazy. We're 20 games into the season almost. They're betting 290. Like, that's nuts. I think they batted 240 last year. That's what I'm, every team does. Teams are always linked to 230 and 240s. Like, that's what baseball is now. Look at this. It's thrilling. God. Like, we got our game back, Oh, buddy. but I was told. You know, Bryce Harper was like, oh, we want to get our game back. Sorry, Bryce. We got our game back, buddy. Oh, All but right? I was told Manfred was a problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> what a zag that would be. Mr. Rob Manfred. What a job he's done. Who let Manfred heat up? <laughs> All I'm saying. Yeah, you know what Manfred did? He hired Theo and said, Theo, fix my game. And Theo was like, got you, bro. Yep. And that's what happened. Yep. <laughs> no, like, this I is know, all Theo. I'm being serious. That's what happened. The yes. stolen base thing is 100% Theo. It's all Theo. All this stuff Theo's been talking for years. He's like, we got to get the game back to where it should be. We need balls in play. We need stolen base. We need triples. We need this. Like, he's been saying it for years. Yeah. So, once again, thank you, Theo. Thank you, Theo. And I guess thank you, Rob, for hiring Theo. Yeah. And that was an obvious move. Like, who wouldn't hire Theo? Well, Dabrowski's better anyway. <laughs> yes. True. Yeah. Let's go with that. Our guy. Let's go with that. Our guy. All right. Take back it up. Though. All right. Take back it up. All right. All right. Uh, you know what the Braves would do with Bryson Stott right now? They would love to have him. No. no. Make him their starting shortstop. No. What would the Braves do with Bryson Stott right now? If, if, if you'd see a press release. Oh, they'd sign him to. Yes, you're right. They'd sign him to a, a 10-year, uh, $40 million contract or something along those lines. Yeah. yeah. Maybe $50 million, something like that. Yeah. Just saying. That's a good point by you. You're right. You're right. Would you would you How give, do we all these years again? Look at the Acuna contract. Look at the Albies contract. Look at the Riley contract. Look at all these things. Like, why do they do this? Would you yeah. give Bryson Stott a contract extension right now? Yeah, absolutely. I, dude, I'm I'm all in on him as a hitter. All in. Well I think he's I think he's good. Like I said last I think he could like he could win a batting title someday. So the thing about Stott and, and and I wonder if they're thinking about it. Um, I'm sure the Kingery thing has given them a little bit of cause yeah. to pause. Yeah, but different um, different regime, of course, of course. But 
The only thing that I wonder about, like possibly extending him or extending Marsh or extending Bohm, is that do they want the extra uh, cash to use like in free agency? So like the Braves do it because they want to. They, they don't have as much money as the Phillies in a way. So they have to. So yeah. they so they sign them young or whatever. And but with, with the Phillies in the off season, like they still want to sign players. Do they want to increase keep Stott's, their flexibility? As yeah, like do you want to increase? An interesting thought. Do you want to increase Stott's, uh number right now? The question is how much how much value how much value do they see in getting him at a discount or what they believe will be a discount? Obviously, you're taking the risk of him not being the player you thought he was or whatever. Versus the the flexibility year by year. It's fascinating thought. Yeah, I I think they'd rather have the flexibility. I don't think they're going to sign him to a longer contract. But just saying, the Braves yeah. the Braves would do it. Yeah, the Braves. In a second. Um, so this is tied into the Wheeler and Nola thing. And I know I advocated for this in the offseason, but now in, in, in watching them, those guys, and I know this like, might be a bit overreactionary, but like when it comes to the trade deadline, I know there's going to be this idea of trading Mick Abel or Griff McGarry to, to upgrade the team. I'm already seeing people talk. I saw, I saw on Twitter a uh, uh, Griff McGarry-based C.J. Crone trade. Ew. I I know. I know. I'm right there with you. Well, they had uh, Kyle Freeland in it, too. Right? Oh, <laughs> awesome. Great. Awesome. That's, <laughs> that's, that's even better. <laughs> um, but, like, with the way that it it seems like, the, well, we'll see what happens with Nola. I still think they want to re-sign him, but there's a possibility he leaves, of course. Yeah, and look, uh, if Nola doesn't figure it out this year, he's probably not getting $200 million on the market. Like, he'll still get paid. Like, one down year won't stop it. But I don't think he gets the money he wants if he continues on this trajectory. Well, and also that might also help the Phillies with bringing him back. That's my point. Yeah, so, that's where he's going. And then Wheeler, we'll see. Hopefully it turns it around. But like at this point, they can't trade either of those guys. Because like if, wow. because if because if Wow, what a take. Well, here. because if Wheeler if Wheeler's trending in this direction, he's ninety three and you have one year left yeah. of him, like I need I need to with with the team and the way they're built right now, like this is a five year window. No doubt. This is a five year window. No doubt. And they're gonna need painter. They're going to need Abel, and they're going to need Griff. If they're going to, like— Or they could sign guys. They could sign guys, of course. But, you know, it's just—now I think that with their pitching, with the way that Wheeler and Nola are pitching, like, you have to factor in the guys that you have and, like, proceed with caution when it comes to possibly trading those guys. Okay. I, fair? I Look, yeah, I think it's very fair. I think it's very fair. Now— I think, it, look, you could trade for a pitcher who has right. a, two years left on his deal, and then you could give up one of those guys, and then you're re-signing that guy. Like, there are other ways to do this. But, yeah, I, I think the heart of what you're saying is true. Like, they need to prioritize pitching over the next five years. The lineup's pretty set. Like, they need to worry about where their staff's going to be in a few right. years. No doubt. And you have to hope that, again, the 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 group, the best-case scenario here is that Wheeler starts bouncing back and is back to Zach Wheeler. But and- you, the, but. They have to monitor at this point of like, okay, yeah. well, what if he's not? Well, and I think that they have more information than we do on that. Like, they know how Zach is really feeling. They knew where this is coming from. Is it just, like, I think they're a lot more aware of where he's at and what he what the future is or what they believe the future is than we are. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's just one of the monitors. I think it's a really interesting one. Um, that's kind of, oh, uh, this time last year, Phillies were 8 and 11. Oh, wait. Were they eight eleven? I might have gotten this backward. I think they're eight and eleven now. They're eight and eleven now. Okay, so this time last year they were seven and ten. Oh, okay. This time last year they were seven and ten. This time last, uh, this time now they're eight and eleven. At both times, a four-game series at home against the Rockies. Oh, we remember that one went last year. Last time they swept. They swept the Rockies last year. 
Oh, here. Okay, I'm thinking out there. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They swept the Rockies. Oh, I remember that. Was it a four? It was a four game, four series. game series. I do remember that. They swept the Rockies yeah. here. They got back over 500. Yes. And it was like okay. And then it wasn't okay. And then it wasn't okay because Joe Girardi <laughs> still existed. But, but, same thing. Yeah. So, and this Rockies team is dreadful. They've lost eight straight, I believe. It's eight or nine. Like they've been. Real bad. Well, and their pitching staff is like, especially like, is an abomination. It's their pitching staff. almost comically bad. Yeah, it's really bad. I mean, Freeland Marquez, I can't name the other guy. Uh, sadly, Marquez is just he's cooked. I love it's him. a shame. I yeah, I loved him, but he's not the same guy anymore. And who I don't even know who else in the rotation. Noah Davis, never heard of him in got, my life. He almost got like he had a, a ball. I, honestly, like, I've never. Heard, you know, I'm gonna pull up the Rockies lineup real quick because this. Well, it's like it's it's Chris Bryant who started Chris with a little Bryan, bit of power. Yeah, is Brendan Rodgers still no, there? No, 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 no. I mean, CJ Crone, everyone's favorite. Well, obviously CJ Crone. Even though he's been like kind of terrible recently. Okay. Oh, Blackman's still there. Yes, he keep what he kills us, which is gonna be so. Yeah. Rushing. So Charlie Blackman could be 75 years old and he's killing us in an old timers game. Uh, all right, let's look at this. Uh, jo- oh, they got Profar. Jerks and Profar. They do have Jerks and Profar. <laughs> I didn't know that. Ryan McMahon, of course. I've owned him. Mike Moustakis, a Rocky. Moustakis is a Rocky? Yeah, who knew? Wow. That's your guy. I, I like Moustakis <laughs> a decade hey, ago. Hey, Trejo. You ever hear of him? He's he's a fan favorite out there, apparently. Really? What's his first name? I don't know. Okay. H. Castro. Any idea who that is? Harold Castro. Former, Harold, former Ray Great. E. Tovar. No idea. Yeah, no idea. And then they had uh, B. Servin catching. I know they've got Diaz, who's been pretty good for yeah. them as their everyday catcher. Well, the Phillies, facing, uh, <laughs> the Phillies are facing the Phillies are facing Ryan Feltner, who's terrible and has an ADRA. They're facing Noah Davis. Oh, Urena's there. I know. They're facing Kyle Freeland, and yes, they're facing Jose Urena. Urena on Sunday uh-huh. with a nine eight two ERA. You excited about the return of Christopher Sanchez on Saturday? By the way, um, yes, I'm thrilled. Good. It's it's the thing. I'm, so he'll be the extra guy. Yep. Give me the six. What a thrill. Yep. What a thrill. Yep. Get excited. You know what? Hey, it is good they have Christopher Sanchez. I know it's like, a, I'm not excited about it, but like he is a guy who for this specific situation, when you get ringed out and you need a six starter, like, fine. Sure. Um, also, Ryan Kirkering is still nasty. I just want everyone to. Oh, Orion's belt. Yep. Orion's belt. Yeah, we got to come up with the full, the full accounting. Of what we're gonna do, like twenty six players, tw- maybe that's a pod, like an all star break pod, but the actual fan groups, we need to like really nail that down. Yeah, like I was thinking, like Jake Cave, it could be the cave, and it's like people dressed as Play Doh. Well, why don't you just you think about that? Why don't you just keep it simple and call them the cavemen? Yeah, it's or better. and then they just they just all showed up with their beards and it's way better. Yeah, way better than the cave and Play Doh. <laughs> I was trying to go deep with that. Oh yeah, you yeah. were. It's not that sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes the answer's right in front of you. Uh, by the way, uh, Orion Kirkering, 18 strikeouts per nine to, wow. to start his that is, season. That is not bad, Jack. That is, I can get that. He's one hit. He's left one Savior. Get to Redding. Let's get to Redding. And, the, and then uh, subsequently to Philly. All right. You got any final thoughts? For, by uh, the way, by the way, by the way, I know a lot of people listen to this like quickly when it comes out or whatever. Check out our boy, Jack Fritz, hosting the afternoon show today. No big deal to him. And tomorrow. Um, and tomorrow, no big deal to him. But. Check out our guy. Call in. Say your I hopes listener. It'll make his day. But still doing final out. So Look at you. Just just a work. Well, listen. Someone's got to lead this fan base. That's right. You know, that's. <laughs> that's right. It's a good point. Oh, first two weeks. Oh, everything. Like, yeah. Deep breaths. They're, they're back. I'm just letting you know, if you gave up on the Phillies <laughs> after, the, after the first two weeks. You're putting on blinders to what it's turned the out to be. The Phillies are back. They're back. They're like 100% that. back. I like that. There's way more, like, it's again. definitely a pod title in here somewhere. Well, it's just like they're, they're way more, like, you just look at how everything's developing. Like, it's it's the lineup is is starting to figure it out. 
the pitching staffs figured it out. The bullpen, they found their four studs, and then you can let like Brogdon and Bilotti and like whoever kind of just like figure it out in the middle. And then Rob Thompson's like starting like the decisions are finally like okay, this is working. Yep. So the only way this whole thing like collapses is if Nolan Wheeler don't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So that's my official position. I love it. It's a good position. They're back. Yeah, and then even if they do, Payne will just come in and be a superstar. Hopefully. Um, all right, you got any final thoughts? Final thought is uh, we don't take three or four this weekend. It's a sweep weekend. Whoa. Sweep Look weekend. at you. I mean, that would be 12 straight for the Rockies, so I like that. I like that. Well, it's not in Colorado. <laughs> no, so that we got a chance. Yes. The point. If we in Colorado, yeah. we'd be saying don't lose all four. Yeah, just don't, just don't embarrass us <laughs> is usually the, the motto heading into Colorado. All right, we'll talk to you guys on Sundays for themselves.